Hello, everyone. I hope that everyone enjoyed listening to my interview with my dear friend, Annabella Chan. Her story and the way she built her business is incredibly interesting. And inspired by that uh, interview, I want to talk to you about creating and building a successful jewelry brand, particularly in the post-pandemic era. It's quite interesting to see because in the fashion and luxury industry overall, we see a stagnation, even uh, the sales falling. But un unlike other categories of the luxury industry that are much more stagnated, we actually see some newness, new entrants, and even some growth in the jewelry industry despite the pandemic. So let's take a look at what jewelry brands have done differently. And I see there are several factors here at play. One of them is an authentic language, uh, an authentic, uh, very unique language that the jewelry brands have. And how do you create that? Well, I believe uh, inspired by what Annabella said, and also I recently was a guest at the FT Luxury Business Conference where I uh, listened to the jewelry maker Charlotte Chesney who spoke to Jo Ellison, the editor of How to Spend It. And she also explained that she launched her brand in a very organic way. She wanted to express her point of view, which is very much the key here. She said she never wanted uh, to launch a brand thinking this is going to be big. I'm going to have all the buyers coming to me. Instead, she previously worked in ready to wear and she found her signature through that path. She wasn't aware of the rules of jewelry making per se. And uh, this way she was able to achieve a very unique uh, look in her jewelry design. We see the same thing. Uh, I'm sure when you listen to Annabella's interview, you understand that authenticity, which comes across very clearly. Annabella never set out to launch a very big jewelry brand. I'm sure all of us, when we start jewelry brands or fashion brands, we want to make it, uh, we want to make it successful. But uh, what was driving the successful jewelry designers is having that unique and key authentic look. And I feel that's uh, also the key when you are starting out. So uh, during the interview with Annabella, she explains when she was first starting out, she simply sent an email to family uh, and friends about her upcoming trunk show. And she was really surprised by the turnout and the overall response to her jewelry. And she even credits this as one of the first turning points in her own business. So having a unique... Uh, signature style, having an authentic outlook, I believe it's a starting point for any designer who wants to launch a jewelry brand. And the second point is being curious and asking the right and sometimes the difficult questions. In the interview with Annabella, she talks about um, going to Sri Lanka for her honeymoon and going uh, to diamond mines. And uh, she went behind the scenes at these mines and began to question the entire process and how she can do better, how she can improve it. And her answer was lab-grown diamonds. This is how she initially started to use lab-grown diamonds. So uh, she also makes jewelry out of recycled soda cans. 
curiosity and ability to ask the right questions uh, made her a pioneer in this industry. So asking the right question, being curious, and even asking the difficult questions is, I believe, very important when you are building a jewelry brand. The third point is digitalization. We see, especially today in this post-pandemic era, where digitalization has had an impact on all sectors, um, and this impact was accelerated during the, the pandemic. Uh, we see many of the new designers who are basically allowing you to shop online, to try the jewelry uh, digitally. Um, but more importantly, we feel that this digitalization process gives an advantage particularly to small brands who are able to utilize digitalization in a unique way. They can tell their stories creatively instead of relying on brick and mortar shops to do so. And I think if you are interested in launching a jewelry brand, creating an experience for the customer is uh, really important, going behind the scenes and creating that unique experience. So talking to your customers directly, telling your story, telling the customers why you are different and unique. Um, so think long term. It takes time, but in, at the end of the day, it's about the long term. As Charlotte Chesney says as well, I've taken the decisions that were not easy, but I was building for later. It doesn't happen overnight. Especially with jewelry, you need to bring, uh, you need to build a clientele, get people on board. Jewelry is not a fast-moving product. It's not commercial. It's an emotional product. It takes time to establish yourself. So when sourcing materials and designing, always think long-term. I hope you've enjoyed this episode with Annabella and uh, stay tuned because uh, we are going to have on the 15th of July another very exciting guest speaker, um, Renata Karkova, who is the fashion director of Tatler Russia.